call to order this uh, last-minute rodeo meeting. Welcome back to One More and We All Go. I'm Frank. I'm Brad. I'm John. <laughs> I forgot we were going to start like this. All right. Welcome back to One More and We All Go, folks. The yeah. sexiest the nighttime show that you can listen to anytime. Just relax and let it happen. Just let us in. So with us, our good friend John tonight. <laughs> All right. So I did say that it was a, an extended rodeo meeting because, A, we just got off a rodeo meeting, but I am sitting here with the president and vice president of the Carson Community Rodeo. Security is pretty loose around the Franken house. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, we got our good friend John yeah, Bailey John. with us. John, how you doing today? Pretty good. Pretty good. good. I'm glad you made it up the studio. We've been trying to hunt you down for a while and I you texted were, you and you said you guys ran out of good interviews. I said, yeah. Well, no, not so much. You're pretty adamant about not uh, <laughs> not doing this with us. Uh, I don't know if I'm well spoken enough for this or not. We'll he was three out. beers away from relaxing enough to let it happen. Yeah. Mm -hmm. All right, welcome. I brought more than three beers. Mm -hmm. <laughs> he wants it to happen. <laughs> he just doesn't want to remember it. So, I think, John, we've been friends for, what, probably 36, seven years, I'm guessing, about four or five we started hanging out a little bit. Yeah, back when you lived in the little house. Yep. The uh, the first, the I don't know if you're, do you think your mom will listen to this? Uh, probably. Okay, well, the first woman man. I ever saw in underwear I wasn't related to was your mom. Remember we were hauling corn to your feedlot? Lucky. And you're like, it was like February and cold as shit. And you're like, come on inside where we're unloading corn, that six inch auger. And yeah. your mom was making breakfast in her underoos. I think well, they were we purple. did grow up in a house with one bathroom. So there was a lot of, uh, yeah, uh, I don't know. There was, there was not a whole lot of things kept private. Sorry, Miss Smith, if you're bathroom, listening. So. Yeah. But, uh, no, I don't remember Smithy that exact incident, but yeah. Yeah. We're dad was hauling corn over there in that old gooseneck truck we had. Mm -hmm. And it, you know, it'd take an hour to unload, a half hour to unload, whatever it had in those old augers. And Luann was making breakfast, and she's like, hey, John. And then I come in behind him, oh, my God. And she ran and hid. That's <laughs> <laughs> kind of funny. Uh, the Rocket Man, uh, I went and stayed at his house. We were like in sixth or uh, yeah, probably sixth grade. And his mom had came downstairs, and her robe she must have been wearing long enough that the whole ass of it was just just see through. <laughs> Everything else was covered, but her ass. And she like turned and walked away, and I was like, "That's a whole butt." Yeah, yeah. I remember it to this day. The front was, was still pretty bank. pretty and covered. Our, actually, yeah. our mothers share a birthday. Also, is that 29th? Thirtieth. Put me on the spot like that. Don't you? Well, neither yeah, one of you. It's the end of March. It's the It's the end of March sometime. Yep. Say like same year and everything. No, I don't think the same year. Because I think Lowell and Luann are the same age, right? 66? Well, wait. No, 64. Uh, didn't they graduate same together with Luann and Sean and Terry and all them? Born in 59. Good question. 64. Five, I thought. Oh, yeah. Uh, that'd be right. Okay. I thought. But anyway. Yep. So, yeah. So, anyway, you, you work in the area here. Tell everybody what you do out here in the area. Well, wait. We don't want to go that far yet. We're, yeah. no, we don't no, no, want to no. get We right. don't want to jump into his concrete work. Oh, sorry. I got way ahead of myself. Yeah, let's start earlier. Okay. So, Brad is checking out your mom. She's cooking yeah. some breakfast. And it's uh, 1988. He's, he's peeping at her. Yeah. What's going through Well, actually, mind? I was in the same class as your brother, Cody. Yep. So, we grew up together, and you were always around anytime we were hanging out there with Cody. And 
uh, coming out to the house for birthday parties and things like that. You guys always had the greatest toys. You had the big wheels. You yeah. had tons of guns. You had reloading equipment. Yeah. Big into fireworks. Still into that. We'll get into. Oh, I got to write that down. Oh, yeah, some my notes. Yeah, we had some. Uh, Jeff and I got big wheel motorcycles. I think in 1986 for Christmas. Your older brother. Yeah, my, I got one older brother. So we come down Christmas morning. You know, coming down from the upstairs bedroom. It was cold as hell. Um, and under the Christmas tree or next to the Christmas tree is two Yamaha motorcycles. And you talk about excited growing up on the farm and wanting something that you can go somewhere with thinking you're going to get somewhere in life. Yeah. <laughs> and you guys didn't give a shit what else was underneath oh, that no. tree. No. It was give no, me You guys rode the wheels bikes. off those yeah. things. Dad started one of them up in the living room and oh. rode it out of the house. Yeah, <laughs> oh, in his underwear. I don't, I don't think I've ever put pants on for presents, being yeah. a dad. I don't think you have to, being yeah, a dad. I think th- this was one of those pre-chore mornings. I mean, we fed cattle. We lived on a feed yard, and Dad had to go out every morning and feed cattle. And I think we this was one of the years we got to open presents before we went out, and or before he went out to do chores. Yeah. And we got outside. Not a they, good way to wrap a motorcycle. <laughs> no. And come to find out later, he was riding them around outside before he brought them in that night. <laughs> Grandma and Grandpa Grove had stored them up at their house and brought them down after we were dead. <laughs> it was an old deal. But you didn't hear them out there, rap, 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 no, rap. No, they weren't too loud. But, um, <laughs> you still got was, one of them, don't you, yeah, that Ethan was riding around? Jeff, still, we still have the one that Jeff had. Mine got stolen later on. But uh, Sorry. It was it was a hurtful moment. Yeah, I, <laughs> I remember you guys rode the wheels off those things every time. Oh we man, I, I think I blew mine up twice. Put two new engines in it. Um, <laughs> oh, one was at the stone quarry riding through mud puddles. It was hot, and I kept going through the cold water. And was it that ditch in the north side of the driveway when you had to go through the ditch to climb Probably. the little bank? Oh, yeah, between that and the lime pile there. Or something. Yeah, yeah. There's always a lot of water basins out there, but they're clay bottoms, so you can have deep water and you yeah. can still get through it fine. Not like the poker run last weekend, which nope. we'll get into that. Nope. I'll, I'll put that on my notes. <laughs> so, but yeah, growing up there in the feed yard, you had one mm-hmm. brother. Yep. And yep. then uh, your mom and dad, uh, you lived out there. You've lived their whole life to speak of. I mean, you've never yeah. lived more than two miles away from there, right? I did move to Macedonia. For oh, a that's while, true. So. Yeah, that's true. But so the interesting thing is my mother and father, uh, both of my grandparents lived a mile from where we lived. My parents grew up a little over a mile apart as a crow flies. My dad was, uh, I want to say six years older than mom. So he used to do some work for grandpa Dean yeah, when he, he was did. younger. Oh, I don't know. <laughs> it's like that Rodney Atkins song. You got the glimpse yeah. of the farmer's yeah. daughter. Yeah. Yeah. So, but one mile she had those the, purple panties on was grandma and grandpa Bentley. And one mile <laughs> to the North was sausage. grandma and grandpa Grove. So, so it was pretty interesting, close family, um, land all ties together yeah. nowadays. So that's all good. So but just, I want to preface it. Luann, if you hear this, I really do apologize. It's not going to get any better from here on out though. <laughs> just going to lay that out there. But any, anyway, so yeah, that worked out really well. Cause you've got yeah. a nice spread operation of acres mm-hmm. out there now and uh, you still live in the area and you've lived out there most of your life and, yep. and, uh, yeah, going to continue to be there. It sounds like my dad moved over there in 74 and, uh, share cropped or share share fed cattle with uh, Lee Clatterbuck out of Bellevue. He was a, a very successful cattleman that walked from Missouri to Omaha when he was a kid. And like started, daily? No, he when he was a child, their family walked from Missouri to get to Omaha. And when he was a little kid, he started working in the stockyards in Omaha. And I imagine shoveled shit. 
or the, whatever a kid would do. I there. love those old stockyard pictures and stories oh, of yeah. those guys working around. That thing was awesome. And he turned into a very successful cattleman, um, bought and sold a lot of cattle. He went to Chicago for a short amount of time, as Clatterbuck did. And then he came back to Omaha because people said Omaha is where the cattle business it's is. It's a big time. Yeah. yeah. And back, I mean, I'd love to seen the stockyards in the booming days. Oh, yeah. I love those old um, pictures. It would have been really something. But he, he acquired quite a bit of ground around our area, all the way over to Afton. Um, he even owned a bookstore in Las Vegas. Um, a, part a dirty bookstore? A dirty book, yeah. I don't know what kind of bookstore it was, but it was. He had, sex museum. Uh, he had <laughs> condos and. Uh, what do I say? Apartment, apartment buildings in oh. Bellevue, down around the uh, military base down there. So he's a slumlord. Yeah. yeah. His family was very he's successful. A and, he's a pimp. He was a slumlord. Yeah. Loved literature. But him and my dad partnered together feeding cattle for years up to, well, I want to say the early 2000s. Wow. Before we bought the home place where we grew up. Yeah. There was 120 acres there on the south side of the road and 80 on the north and then another 80-acre farm. And then Dad got that bot from Clatterbuck before he passed away. So, hmm. I'll be damned. Yeah. Okay, I, I never knew that. I just always there's no chance he's going to wheel it to you. No. Oh, what an asshole. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> thing about farmland, uh, family ties run deep when it comes to farm. You can you can know somebody your whole life and like, hey, maybe when this old fart gets old, it no mm-hmm. no blood blood runs deep. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Which is good. It should. It should. And, and both my grandfathers fed cattle. Both of them had a feed yard up. Bentley's feed cattle is just what you people do. Yeah. Yep. Grandfather, great grandfather. I think it goes back five generations. Yeah, you can't smell. Um, you can't smell beef without Bentley. Well, I mean, there's what six different Bentley families within twenty miles of feed cattle. Yeah. Different operations. Yep. And they do it well, by the way, mm-hmm. mind you. So kudos to you guys. Yep. How would I know? I've never Making had steak. steaks. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a Frank's a vegan. <laughs> I'll bring you over a hot I'm, dog or something. I'm just a chamber guy. Maybe. <laughs> And tried the nuggets. Mm. They're delightful. <laughs> <laughs> so what, what kind of stuff did you, other than the mini bikes, what uh, did you and old Jeff do to keep busy out there doing around the feed yard? Oh, I mean, you out, uh, you out riding steers or uh, milking cows? What well, are you we did, doing? We did show, uh, we showed sheep first in, F, in uh, 4-H, and we showed cattle in, F, in 4-H and then FFA. And I would have assumed you just showed that. cattle the whole time, not sheep. Yeah, you had to start with the small animals, learn how to control them, but... Um, then we shot each other's BB guns, Roman candles, all that. Did you have a big tree house there north of the farmhouse? The loudest cooler we've ever had on actually, the we're, we're, we're actually climbing Everest to get our beer. Rebel, rebel, rebel. That was a Mountain Dew that Ethan put in. <laughs> I don't want that. Uh, we did. We, my dad built a, picked a bad tree, but uh, he put a poled house underneath it. I mean, it, Out of light poles? Yeah, it was in the tree, yep. but it was... Technically, wasn't hammered to the tree, but it was a sweet tree house. Had a loft in it we'd sleep in, and had a rope swing going off the front deck. That sounds um, pretty sweet. Jeff launched off that once and broke his arm. You know. Man, my kids don't have any of that shit. You guys yeah. got a treehouse, Frank? We do not. No, we have the sweet outdoor house. bar though. Yeah. yeah, well, soon, soon we'll have an outdoor bar. Yeah, okay. the Rockies, the Rockies, the Rockies. Yeah. <laughs> we did do a lot of uh, BB gun shooting, sparrows shooting pigeons. A lot of fireworks, throwing firecrackers and Roman candles at each other. So, truth be told, if you're an avid listener, you lived, what, a mile from the talker? Oh, yes. Yeah. And the talker works for you now? Yes, he does. Right, or farms with you, I, I should say. I used to babysit the talker. That's what I was lad. just going to get into. He's been texting me since mm-hmm. uh, you got so, here. So, <laughs> be sure to ask John about babysitting 
Uh, okay, I'm writing it right down. I'm writing it down. Uh, his pet coon and his yeah. pet deer. Yeah. Well, let, let's fuck all that shit. What about, did we'll you ever get... see any aliens out there? Because Joe Swisher's aliens. You know, I have seen some deer run off in the dark and jump a fence. <laughs> I have not seen an alien. <laughs> oh, Joe's full of shit. Never seen uh, an alien. I've, I have seen some weird lights in the sky before, but never thought, oh, that's an okay, alien. You were a mile straight across, the, or I guess yeah. a mile and a half. No, a mile. One mile. I grew up one mile directly south of here. So if yeah. there was a fire in the sky, you might have seen it. Yep. Yep. I guess mm-hmm. Joe stayed up later than I did as a kid. Yeah, Joe had wilder acid than yeah. you did. Mm-hmm. He had better drugs. <laughs> <laughs> well, he went to college. I didn't make it to college. So didn't get into I that. <laughs> well, so yeah, we don't want to fast forward to so, that yeah, yet. Skip, skip, skip the college portion. Mm-hmm. So yeah, but you and Jeff are running around. Uh, when when were you were when you were younger? When did you know? Hey, I'm going to be a cattleman. I want to do the family footsteps, family tradition. When I figured out I wasn't smart enough to go to college. <laughs> no, I always enjoyed the equipment, um, operating machinery, taking stuff apart. Um, I think mom's got a picture of me when I was eight, seven, eight, somewhere. I took our swing set apart. I took all the bolts out of the swing set and just Tired disassembled of it. I was always really good at taking stuff apart, not the greatest at putting it back together. But, <laughs> just a pile of swing. Oh, yeah, yeah. Got some pipe we can use for something else. Yeah, we'll now. Put that together. <laughs> Welded some stairs for the quarry. Yeah. Yeah. When we got when I was in high school, Dad and I overhauled a tractor, forty four thirty, overhauled the engine on that, and we still got that. It still runs. Hmm. That was fun. I mean, any. I'm terrible reader, terrible memory at remembering names, things like that. Like, it'll have to be some of the people on the rodeo committee. I have trouble remembering their names, but <laughs> I'm Brad. This is Frank. Yeah. Yeah. I got Please meet you. <laughs> but uh, the hands-on stuff, you know, learning things by doing things was something I was always into, I guess. Right. You ever think about yeah. getting your hands on people and then you could remember their names? Just shaking the shit Just out touching of them. It doesn't more. always work, Brad. Or Frank. Fuck, <laughs> it doesn't always work. <laughs> that would have been, that doesn't always work. If that wasn't. Uh, <laughs> mm-hmm. I, I remember calling a girl in, like, grade school or, or – junior high or something i remember i'm calling this girl i was going to talk to her and her brother answered and i couldn't remember the girl's name your sister like, home which one is she I there don't, I, don't, I still the don't remember one. now but i'm like uh is your sister home he's like you all go get her i'm like oh cool all right i know who like, it was oh then you know then i remembered what it was but back in the day you uh you were old enough brad when yep. we used to we didn't have texting. We didn't have Facebook. Yeah, to look in the stuff. look in the four page phone oh, yeah. book for their phone yeah, number. And, and Oakland was long distance. Yeah, didn't hook up with those girls. Ooh, it cost Oakland. Thirty five cents. So you're just looking hour. to bang because those Oakland, Oakland <laughs> girls they are fuck. easy. Yeah, but you'd call these girls and you'd you'd listen to each other breathe. Say, oh, what are you doing? Oh, nothing. And then. It'd, what are you doing? Oh, hey, nothing. did you see the article in Teen Beat? <laughs> <laughs> no. I was never that good at talking on the phone. No, me neither. Even when I was younger, I mean, even like a 10-minute conversation was long, even in middle mm-hmm. school, dating girls, whatever. Do you, do you remember answering the phone, and it was like one of the neighbor ladies or something, and they didn't mean to call, but they'd talk to you for yeah. like five and minutes and ask you all these anyway. weird questions? Yeah. And you're like, well, mom and dad aren't here. Oh, well, what about this? What about that? Yeah. We had a couple of those neighbors. Did you, did you see that dog running um, around? Yeah. We had a guy that actually was uh, – one phone number off of our number, and he would call and say, well, I didn't mean to call you, and he would literally talk for 20 minutes. Oh, he absolutely meant to call you. Oh, yeah. yeah. If he's yeah. one number off from you, what so, the fuck is he calling? What are you wearing? What are you wearing? <laughs> <laughs> well, 
Khakis. What size of feet do you have? <laughs> you shaving your knuckles yet? Never heard Whoa, that. Oh, they got dark. You guys don't shave knuckles? No. Me either. So that was a test. I wear work gloves. You it's don't a have test. To, that wears it right <laughs> off. Yeah. I wear tall socks. So after. Thank you, Brad. What's that? Just change the subject. Oh, okay. I well, I didn't know if we want to kin titty with the sexual innuendo or. <laughs> we can. Ah. We can. We can go there. Okay. We got nothing but time. <laughs> so when was the first time you ever thought about murdering a cow? Because you eat beef, and you've always... Mm. Did you guys ever butcher your own beef, or did you always take it to locker? No, never did uh, so like, you know, any on-farm on butchering, I guess, when I was young. I've had some people do it in the last 10 years or so, but... Yeah, on purpose, um, or... Yeah, yeah, if we cow. have something with a broken leg. So now nowadays, the law is, if it can't walk into the locker yep. under its own power, the locker can't butcher it. Wink, wink. Due to mad cow disease or whatever yeah. different things they whatever their regulations are, they have a whole sick but pen. If it's if, if it looks sick, you got to put it in the pen and let the vet check it before you can yeah. take it to kill. You hmm. do, and you don't want to treat them. There's withdraw dates on medicines, things like that. You don't yeah. get to let all that stuff get out of the bloodstream. But if you know the the locker operator really well, and you have a picture of this animal standing up, then you could maybe just shoot it on the farm and throw it in the back of the pickup and take it up. Oh. And it still counts as it was walking before it got here. Okay. If like you know, still your, warm if you know your locker guy either. really well. Still warm when it got here. I'm just going to, yeah. real quick, just in case, you know, we sober up and you're like, maybe don't say that, Frank. No, uh, but they, we did get it. We've, we've had to do that. You can't find a trailer. Trailer's got a flat tire. You got to take a steer to the locker. Just go ahead and bleed it out at home. Yeah. Yep. Shit happens when you party. Yeah. Yeah. Shit gets <laughs> out of hand. The steer's dead. We need to eat. No, I, uh, I do remember one time we had a, a crippled animal that couldn't stand, didn't know what was wrong with it. We're, MS. It's, it's something <laughs> odd. You know, every once in a while you'll get one that, that, that it's not a, not a mad cow disease. Probably shouldn't even use that term, but um, they'll get like a brain aneurysm or something. They can't function. They, they'll it's lay a on chronic. The they'll, they'll be alive, and then one day they'll be sitting up, and they'll eat and drink. They can't stand. Like, all right, you mess with them for a while. It's like, all right, this is a, this is a lost cause. Right? I've got Google up. It actually reads exactly like that yeah. for mad cow disease. But you, you've got to put an animal <laughs> down. For the humane thing is put it down. So you call the veterinarian, pay them 100 bucks, or you just, you know, shoot them and shoot them. Shoot them. Yeah. Yep. So we had a steer. It was wintertime. It was cold. When you were little? Yeah. I was 15, maybe. Dad said, that steer's not going to get any better. He said, go down and shoot it with your 22. All right. Shot him in the ear. So I got around in front of him. I shot him in the cross the eyes and the ears, shoot him in the forehead. Yeah. You know that one, Brad? Yep. Makes an X. Yeah, yeah. make an X. Yeah. And the angle. It's all about the angle. Yep. So I was off, apparently. Ooh. Because that thing stood up and ran down the driveway, and it hadn't been on its feet for like two weeks. <laughs> Just a little pick-me-up. Yeah. So I you chased it like down a, the driveway, and I adrenaline? shot it like five more times to bring it down. <laughs> <laughs> It's like adrenaline when you like cut the head off a chicken and it starts. Oh yeah, they run all around. Yeah, Yeah. but you know, thinking back, if I'd have maybe left that steer alone, it might have been all right. I might have cured it for a few moments there before I chased it down. Yeah, it had. It just had a brain bleed. You had to relieve the pressure or something. Yeah, something odd. Just real quick, I had uh, a job in college where I took cattle off trucks overnight. Mm -hmm. I forgot all about that. And I I put them in kill pins for the morning. That's why I knew about the sick pin because it had a. 
weird eye or a, a club yep. foot or something. You had to put it in mm-hmm. a pen and, and wait for the vet in the morning. Yep. But did, did you ever let cattle loose in South Omaha? I did not. It happened during the day shift. Okay. And they had to call the OPD. So I remember they, you telling that story. They, put, they emptied nine <laughs> clips into a steer. Oh, I bet those guys loved that. Yeah. <laughs> they were just like shooting him in the hip and the leg. I got him. Get the cannon. Yeah, so from uh, what I understand. Go ahead. Yeah, I'm sorry. So uh, I had one that went down in the bottom of the, the truck, the yeah. bottom pot, closest mm-hmm. to the front. Yeah, and you got in there and you said, "Come on, cow, so, come well, on, get up." Well, there was the deal Let's was, go. is like, "Oh, we've got a contract <laughs> with McDonald's, and if they no. catch you being inhumane to animals, they'll pull the contract, oh, and yeah. then we lose a yep. billion dollars." Okay, so you couldn't use the shock, mm-hmm. the, the little cattle rod. Yep. Mm-hmm. So they had a nose ring, yep. so you could use a whip, but if you overdid it with the whip, they'd get mad. And then they had a nose ring, and then the last step was a knock gun. So I'm I'm just kind of whipping her; she wouldn't get up. I go get the nose ring. She wouldn't get up. So I come walking in with a knot gun, and she stood up and chased me out <laughs> of the bottom of the pot. I had to jump over a fence into the sick pen, Yeah, and she oh, yeah. crashed into the, the gate right behind me. Yeah. It's the fastest I ran in shit before. It's, it's like an animal knowing hunt, hunting season is on or off. Yeah. Like, they, you come in with a knot gun, they know you're not messing around anymore. Right. It's time to go. Oh. It's like my kids when I come with my belt off. <laughs> Daddy means business. He means business, or he just didn't <laughs> jump out in the driveway. But Jess is the only one that jumps over the fence when that happens. Yeah, yeah. She's scared to death. Anybody knows her knows she's scared yeah. to death. Gotta, I hope I don't get hit when I get home. I'm so sorry, honey. I didn't mean it. I didn't mean it. I didn't mean it. So anyway, so you got up to I, I gotta get out of that. Yeah. It was in a bad place good there. Save, mm-hmm. Took save. me took me to a bad place. So you're ten years old, you're on the farm. Did you do any sports when you were younger? Because you've always been working. uh, I mean, you never really made time for sports. We played peewee soccer and baseball and things like that. Played uh, football in junior high. And then I went out in my freshman year in high school. And uh, you remember the kid we called Snaggletooth? He was an animal. Uh, Yeah. First day, uh, first day of pads. Hit you pretty hard, didn't he? He, I was standing around with all the other freshman kids, and I must have looked like the biggest gomer in the lineup because he <laughs> mowed me over so freaking hard. Football sucks. Yeah, I'm like, this sucks. I can go home and chop silage and drive tractors. So I never went back to football. That One of the biggest sense. regrets I have. Oh, I, you can't play sports when you grow up. You should do that shit in high school. Yep. I still have to chop silage every year. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> right. I really didn't need to learn it that year, but you know, I I had more fun farming and doing stuff at home. Than oh yeah, doing sports and we lived sixteen point seven miles to the high school. It took a solid twelve minutes to get there. So um, you had to be close to getting a trainer, didn't you? <laughs> yeah, we were nine miles from trainer. So oh, when we joined yeah. Riverside, uh, CM in Oakland joined Riverside when I was in eighth grade. Um. Then we obviously went to Oakland for high school. So. <laughs> Got it. Is there a cooler over there or something? <laughs> yeah, but it was 16, 16.7, if I remember right, to the school in Oakland. So it was a long trek. I mean, it was an hour. Right. Well, Jeff's boys now, they're on the bus for over an hour yep. from the school to Oakland. So. so yeah. But nine, nine miles to trainer, but who the hell would want to go to trainer, so. Amen. Sorry, trainer guys. Nope. <laughs> so, you, BK. are we are we to high school, Frank? Are we to high school questions? Um, I was going to ask. So, in high school, what was your first ever beer party? 
either throwing it, going to it when you're like, whoa, people well, are getting, or drinking. I guess let's start with drinking, then we'll go beer party. Did you drink at your first beer party? Or no. you just like home with the parents like, ah, dad, give me a beer. I was a candle lighter in Larry and Marla's wedding. Sixth grade. I was 12 years old. So oh, geez, I was close. And a uh, nice gentleman lives just south of town here, big farmer. Um, Do we? Go up to the bar and I was getting Coca-Cola or whatever. I said, hey, put a little whiskey in there. So he put a little Kessler's in my pop. <laughs> I go back to all the kids. I'm like, oh, I got whiskey in my pop. Oh, you know. I'd yeah. drink about three of them. I'd go back, oh, give me some more of that whiskey. You know, be a little <laughs> smart ass. <laughs> and then my mom wanted to dance with me. And I remember seeing stars and color. And I'm like, I can't even stand up and dance. Um, mm-hmm. I'm pretty sure I got sick. She took me out, made me sleep in the van while the rest of the party went on. Which was an awesome band, by the way. Oh, yeah. That was a killer band. Yeah. Bring but, that uh, up. John's Cooper band. <laughs> yeah. John's had a TV in had a TV and it was pretty, that was, that was a uh, top of the line back in the day. But anyway, I remember getting a little drunk when I was like 12 years old. Didn't like it. Didn't feel good. That's aggressive. Didn't happen again until he was 42. Uh, it was, I drank a few times. Not very much in high school. Though. Wasn't a big drinker, but I always went to parties with my older brother who was two years older. Yep. So mom and dad divorced when I was uh, 13, I think. Was that your 13, fault? 14. Could have been. What, what could you have done better? <laughs> <laughs> Jesus Christ. That's such a great question. <laughs> you started it. I know I did. But damn it, that's the best question ever. Mm-hmm. Oh, I won't get into that. No. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, we're 12 years old and drunk. Yeah. So anyway, when I got older, I, I remember Jeff... Stealing cigarettes from dad, or he smoked Swisher Sweet cigars, little yeah. cigars. They were tasty. Whatever. Absolutely. I remember seeing them all over. I remember Jeff holding me down, making me take a drag of a cigarette, so I couldn't tell on him. It's like, <laughs> if you tell on me, I'm going to tell him you were doing it too. <laughs> and but as we got older, I think he still hated me, but that's all right. So I got to go to parties with him and hang out with him on nights after school. He could drive and give me a ride home, whatever, but. He'd go to parties. Dirt road parties were a big deal when I was in high yeah, school. There was no social media. Social no. media ruined dirt road parties. Oh, it did. You cruised Carson or you cruised Oakland. I love cruising. And I mean, for people that don't know, cruising was the deal. Gas was a dollar, dollar twenty. I tried to talk Caden into cruising. He's like, yeah, that sounds stupid, Ed. Actually, this Carson now has an ordinance against cruising. Really? Because couple of the old ladies got together and ransacked the old city well, council meeting. and F those ladies. So when we do have COVID, we had a cruising night. Oh, yeah. Excuse me. There's been a couple other times and they have to get like a special thing to Well, that's to bullshit. I didn't know there was ordinance against it. There is. But I, mean, I tried to talk Caden into it because, it Ethan, up. your boys, mm-hmm. you're younger than mine. Yep, and uh, I tried to talk him. Yeah, you you'd cruise around, you'd see where your buddies are, then, yeah. then you do a burnout, well, then you'd be like, "Man, look how cool I am! I'm spinning tires." If you could spin your tires, yeah, yeah. If you, could but you had a tires. CB radio that had maybe oh, you had to have a CB, maybe a mile and a quarter of range. Yeah, you so weren't if you weren't you already close yeah. to your friends. You weren't going to find them, right? So the deal, you'd go cruise for a while. I'm like, oh, okay, somebody scored some beer. We're going to go to this dirt road. So. The town kids were always lost, so they had to follow somebody out in the country and find a dirt road. Uh, break one down. I yeah. had some brewskis. And for the record, the bigger the antenna, the bigger the wiener, I always thought. Because my antennas were like nine feet long. Oh, yeah. 
I had them fucking whips just a <laughs> swinging. Just a swinging. Sure Jeff had dual antennas on his trucks. I'm oh, not yeah. sure what that meant. Mm-hmm. He went both ways. Yeah. Anyway, so we'd go out to these dirt road parties, and I was the younger brother who was annoying, tagging along, whatever. And my job was park cars so people didn't go in the ditch because <laughs> they come down the road, get them over, get them off the side, don't park in the middle of the road, all that. Pretty nice of you. Start a campfire. If it was cold, you know, we'd have a little fire in the middle of the road. And then inevitably, after, you know, maybe half hour, maybe two hours, whatever, the cops would show up. Everybody would run off over the fences into the trees and the fields thinking they were going to get away. And, and the, all their cars were there. Yeah, and their cars were there. So the Jeff like, Carmen was one of the county sheriffs at the time, and he'd walk up. What's your name, son? Oh, I'm, I'm John Bentley. So is uh, Rod Bentley your father? Uh, yes, sir. All right, what are you doing? Uh, I'm in charge of the fire. I'm not. I'm not going to leave the fire. Okay. Then he'd get on his PA. Your cars are here. We're going to tow them. Y'all kids need to come back out here. So they'd all come walking back. You know. You're like, I, I parked. He's like, all right. Anybody that doesn't have Coors Light, pour it out. <laughs> Coors Light. <laughs> put it in my trunk. <laughs> Hypothetically, so the kids started drinking Coors Light because the cop would take Coors Light. <laughs> and I, I remember watching kids just pour beers and pour beers and pour beers out and then, all right everybody go home you know it was you didn't get mips unless somebody was a complete it asshole seems like about the second weekend i would have realized hey i'm not driving yeah yeah <laughs> i'm gonna ride with somebody but it got i'm gonna get a sweater out to this dirt road party <laughs> right so jeff graduated the in original 96, uber and i graduated in 98 and apparently we got dumber as we got older because my class always went to the same dirt road sleep yep. every weekend sleep and you had to go by like four houses to get there yeah and it was it was big a big party spot and it was every, same night or same place every night and it got busted when i was still in high school and I want to say it was in the 70s they handed out for MIPs. Your sister-in-law, I remember she got one because she was there. Oh, that's she right. She was National my, Honor Society. I mean, my it wife was a, got one. Yep. There was, there was parents, and not every, not all the kids were drinking. I mean, there Just was. Just for being there, they got tickets. If you were there, and I think there was two or three kids that were 21 that they There were some butthurt parents that night. That mm-hmm. tried to get, they tried to pin the contributing to minors on and all that, but. It was the dumbest thing. You go to the same place every weekend. The cops have been there before. Why are they not going to look here? Yeah. Yeah, one it, guy on patrol, hey, there's 30 cars in this dirt road. Yeah. So Maybe it didn't get any it. better. But the, Did you ever get an MIP in high school? Never did. The, the night, I still got my fingers crossed. 